0: How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of my radio show, Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. We originally air as a radio show on Radio Free Brooklyn, so if you like the show and you want to listen to the episodes the day they come out, check out Radio Free Brooklyn every Monday at 3 p.m. You're about to hear the episode where I interview Abraham Lincoln, played by comedian Chris Ferry, and Michelangelo, played by comedian Andy Moskowitz. If you like the show and you want to shoot us an email, or you want to hear an interview with your favorite dead person, hit us up at famous dead people at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. We love hearing from fans. We'll try to get your favorite dead person on the show as soon as we can. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars on iTunes, leave a comment, tell your friends about it. All that shit really helps us out a bunch. Go see my improv team, Junior Varsity, every Thursday at the Magnet Theater. Check out my website jaredberenstein.com. But for now, please enjoy Michelangelo angelo And Abraham Lincoln only on famous dead people. Famous dead people. It's time, famous dead people. time to start the show. Famous dead, famous, dead famous dead people, people you know. Famous dead people, famous
1: dead people. Famous stories dead people. stuck in the head. You're gonna hear oh. from me, even
0: though all these. My guests today on Famous Dead People are 16th President of the United States, the great emancipator, Abraham Lincoln, Mm. and 15th century Italian painter, poet, and sculptor, the original Renaissance man, Michelangelo. Thanks for having me. Uh, President Lincoln, Michelangelo, welcome to Famous Dead People. Thank you for joining us in the studio today. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Now, Mr. President, uh, the thing that you are most well known for of course, is the Emancipation Proclamation, which essentially freed the slaves. But what I'm curious about is when did this become a part of your moral compass? You know, like there was the war, obviously, and your presidency. Um, when when was it that you were like, this is a wrong system that I think should be dissolved? Or or did you ever think that? Like, was that just a political move on your part? Well,
1: no, no. I, I think to behold slavery in, in its... Uh, bald incarnation was to uh, feel a sense of of revulsion, Mm. Uh, so it was always a part of my uh, moral uh, landscape, but, uh, you know, politics dictates a certain pace and
0: methodology. Mm, Yeah. Things can take things can take a lot of time. The more people that you have working on a problem together, that's yes, well said. Did you whether whether any experiences like early in your life that made you realize that this was bad? Like you know, surely you saw slavery around you in your in your daily life.
1: Yes, I, I think witnessing uh, the cruelty that one man can uh, bestow upon another, uh, regardless of race, uh, leaves an indelible mark, particularly on the mind of a child. And I can't put my finger on a a particular instance uh, that leaps out, but uh, certainly
0: it was all around you and and was undeniable. Okay. Uh, well, going over to you, Michelangelo. Uh, your two most famous sculptures, the David and the Pietà. Uh, you did both of those when you before you were thirty, which is very impressive by today's standards. Because I don't know if you, if you guys are aware of this, but like you know, uh, we sort of like have a stunted growth in this culture where you're not really expected to do the thing that you're going to be famous for until you're a little bit older but you know way back when 30 was you know towards the end of your life because life expectancy was so low was that late for you michelangelo to be doing those sculptures like in your 20s i i wanted to you know get those things out of
2: me before i kicked off you know mm, i mean yeah. so for me it's a real sense of uh, urgency yeah. You know what I mean?
0: You So you felt like, uh, you know, life expectancy is only, I don't know, 40 years old or yeah, something I mean, at this time? Yeah, I mean, if you don't, you know, if some
2: kind of bacteria doesn't get into an open wound, I mean, if you get a cut, just one cut, right? Mm-hmm. That can be a death sentence, right? Yeah, definitely. Just one cut. Yeah. So that or um, a lot of people get, uh, you're just walking down a dusty path and a uh, like a bear just comes <laughs> right at you. <laughs> so,
0: so yeah, I mean, yeah. there's any any number of ways that you could have died. Yeah,
2: I mean, know. I'm just trying to set the scene for you. You know, yeah, there was course. a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so and so when you did those, uh, I mean, you know, we're all pretty familiar with the David and the Pieta. But for anybody in our audience, like, would you just mind describing those two sculptures for everybody?
2: Uh, yeah. The well, everyone knows the David. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tall, lean, lithe. Young man, <laughs> um, very naked. Mm, yes, yes. Uh, very, very, very proud of his uh, body. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that on the face that you caught. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I captured
0: that. I, that was real. Mm-hmm. I captured that. Yeah. Almost smug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did kind of sense, you know, like a little bit like you wanted to teach the guy a lesson, you know? You, Just you, like, yeah. Yeah, we get it. You know, like like you got a nice body and everything. It's it's true. You know, I mean, you can't
2: look at someone like with a body like that for that amount of time without starting to feel a little resentful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So, and what was the other one? The Pieta. The, the Pieta. Pieta. Yes,
0: one of your other your your second most famous sculpture. The
2: Pieta. Yeah. You know, I love the Pieta so much. I would like to hear you describe <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: Well, the Pieta, um, you know, and please correct me if I'm if I'm remembering incorrectly, you know, but this was a um, uh, sort of like a tableau of, you know, like um, if I'm remembering correctly, like the uh, uh, Mother Mary yes. cradling her, her dead son, Jesus, in her arms. Does yes. that Sound familiar? Yes, of course. Okay. I just like to hear it.
2: <laughs> um, it's really nice. No, of course. It's a. Mm -hmm. tragic moment from our collective history. Well, not collective, but (laughs) at at the time very collective. Nowadays, not so much. Um, But, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, I got two modes basically. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Smug Naked Men and, uh, deep
0: tragedy okay Is yeah one or the other with me yeah yeah especially yeah. like religious iconography uh-huh. you know that sort of thing yeah yeah that makes sense uh going back to you uh, uh president lincoln um you of course you you must be aware that you had the nickname of being honest abe and i'm assuming that that was because of like a trend of honest behavior in your youth or something like that does that sound uh does that sound accurate
1: well, a, a lot of that was um, marketing, you know. Um. Ooh, OK. So that was like a branding effort, like on your part? Well, uh, I didn't take the lead on it. I have a, a mild distaste for such things. But uh, I have a team of people, as most politicians will describe mm. having a team of people. And it was
0: their feeling that they should play up that aspect mm-hmm. of, of my personality. Yeah. So this is something that, that came about in politics. I assume that this was something that had started earlier in your life.
1: Well, I mean, I had a nickname as a boy, of mm-hmm. Honest Abe. I always hated it myself. I felt that people were using it rather ironically. But oh, you thought it was sarcastic? People were
0: being like, ooh, "Honest Abe over here." Well, like I was that. a pickpocket as a boy. So. You were oh, pickpockets. I yeah, didn't know that. You know, so I've I've left those habits behind. But, of uh, course, yeah. Well, I mean, you had such a such a uh, uh, you know. Uh, incredible career, you know. It would be weird if you continued pickpocketing like throughout your presidency and stuff yeah, like no, that. Well,
1: well, there wasn't much of a need for it, but you see, I've yeah. got these crazy long, spidery fingers. I was going to ask
0: you about that. Yeah, get it into a pocket it's, there. But you're
1: such... my chisel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you want <laughs> to like chisel? Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> well, I just a hobby. At this Lincoln, point. Yes. you just pickpocketed Michelangelo. Well, to... I give it back. It's just as slight as a party trick. It's incredible. Nowadays. Like yeah. we're we're all looking at each other. Like nobody nobody saw it happen. Like it was incredible. Well. Let me, let me give you a demonstration. So, okay. Jarrett, um,
1: what's that you've got there in your right pocket? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see here. I'll, wait wait a minute. There's nothing in my right pocket. Uh, well, you may be looking for this.
0: Oh, my God. That's wow. my wallet and my cell phone and my <laughs> oh keys. Oh, my God. How did you take that out <laughs> wow. of my pocket? That's incredible. Well, it's... Uh, I don't know. If, it's, for those of you at home, like you know, there's a there's a really good amount of distance between me and Mr. Link, uh, President Lincoln here. I would say there's like 12 feet. Yes, yeah, it's <laughs> really good 12 feet here. And somehow managed to get uh, all the contents in my right pocket out. That is... That is remarkable. It's, it's it's a fair amount of fun. Well, I, what, I, I would assume that because you were such a um because you're such a tall and lanky presence that maybe it would be hard for you to go unnoticed, and so that might make you know being a pit pocket more difficult. You know, well
1: uh, any magician will teach you that uh, the first part of an illusion is misdirection. Mm, yes. So uh, you know I am I cut a rather uh, daunting silhouette at fourteen and a half feet. I stand. Rather
0: tall. I oh, was so like 14 and a half feet? Yeah, well, 14 feet, 7 inches to be That's a little taller than I was thinking. I mean, 14 feet, that would be monstrous. Well, let me just sh- I'll show you here. Oh, my. Wow. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Watch your head, watch your whoa, head, watch your head.
0: That is. Woof, so, boy. Well, as you can see, I, yeah, no. I'll, just, I'll take <laughs> What seat is, the, again, here what is the weather like up there? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That must have been really handy, like you could spot police from far away. Sure. You know? Why is birds? it. Why is it that every every picture of you uh, sort of, like, represents you as, I don't know, a more stately seven feet tall as opposed to twice that, which is what you clearly are? I suppose to save on paint. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, you that know, sometimes they
1: would put other people in a photograph on Apple boxes. You know, oh, they'd, they'd prop okay. They'd them up a bit. Yeah, that makes just sense. Just to make it all seem like we were in the same picture.
0: I'm also imagining that, like, you know, uh, if you want to fit... Two people of such disparate heights into one to one frame. Precisely, you would yeah. need to make them around the same Precisely. height. Otherwise, they would have to be like a little—I don't know—like a little uh, extra piece of canvas jutting out of the top. Just sometimes, for your, just I, for I would be kneeling or, mm-hmm. or
1: standing in a five or six foot hole. Yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, now, uh, going back to you, Mister uh, Michelangelo, um, I wasn't aware. You know, we talked a little bit about your most famous uh, uh, sculptures. You know, the David and the Pieta. Um, but I wasn't aware that the David was actually started by somebody else 40 years earlier by another artist and that you were commissioned to finish it, basically. Is that correct?
2: Uh, yeah, it's true. Um, Yeah, not a lot of people know that. Uh, mm-hmm. And a
0: lot of people at the time d- d- definitely didn't know it. Uh, oh, so at the time, pe- you, it was like all under wraps. Like you were, yeah, check out this sculpture I, I did completely from scratch.
2: Yeah, I found a boy in town who looked like the sculpture. Mm-hmm, so David, the, yeah. the other David. So I said like, oh yeah, I made this. He, he stood for it and he modeled for me. Oh wow. Yeah, because you know, you just don't want, you just don't want to, I was desperate. I needed some cash. Yeah, some yeah. work. Yeah. So you just don't want to be the guy that like takes people's sloppy seconds, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But, but uh it's true. Uh, but I got to say, I, I did a lot of things. Like I made that, sculpture what it is i mean yeah. it was
0: a well that's what i want to ask you like what did you inherit like what work had been accomplished already that you had to finish
2: it was like okay so yeah the legs were done the the torso <laughs> was was done um the uh the arms yeah the arms were there okay um do you start at the bottom
0: is yeah that- that's what i because it seems like you would start at the top of a sculpture but it sounds like sounds like the person who who started it for you was going from the bottom yeah, up. Yeah, they that started correct? from the
2: bottom up, which okay. is not the way you typically do things. I didn't. It was weird, but um, I was just be worried about it tipping over because the top obviously would be heavier. Of, and it, of, would... No, it totally. It makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just total amateur move. Okay, that's why this guy didn't finish. He didn't know what
0: he was doing. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But uh... so you said he had the he had the he had the feet. He had the legs. legs. He had the torso. He had the arms. Yeah,
2: he had the he had the head. Okay. Um. Okay, so here's what was not finished. Okay. One, the penis. Okay. That was not finished. All right. I've, I finished that. Okay. Now, can I, step, can I say? Yes,
0: yeah, sure. People absolutely. go see the David. Yeah. What does everyone do? Everyone looks at the penis. They point at the penis. They make they, fun of it. They make fun of it. They yeah.
2: Point, I'm like, okay. Because
0: they were like, you got to make this penis big. And I was like, no. Whoa. Okay. So so they even asked you to make it a big penis and you decided not to make it a big penis. I said, if you want this to be a famous statue, make okay. it a little penis. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Andy, what was the what was the, what was your rationale behind that? Like, what were you thinking? Well,
2: I had been doing some improv comedy, <laughs> and um... in uh, in 15th century Italy, yeah, yeah, it was commedia dell'arte. Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry about yeah that makes about. sense. Yeah. And um, you know, and I was doing a scene, mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, my pants in the scene fell down. My improv pants yes. fell down, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, I, my first instinct was like, make yourself have a big dick. But I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to have a tiny dick. Okay. And I said, look at my tiny dick. Mm-hmm. And big, big laugh. It
0: crushed. It did really, crushed really well. murdered. Wow. So, and so you're thinking that the sculpture that I'm going to be finishing from somebody else's work, um, it will make a bigger splash if I can harness... The same energy that I harnessed in that improv scene, make, giving myself a tiny piece.
2: that exactly right, because most people mm-hmm. have tiny dicks. So they <laughs> want to, I just, you know, they want to identify more than they want to be
0: impressed. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I read, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I read that uh, big penises in certain areas and certain uh, periods of time they were looked at as, like, a sign of uh, of idiocy. You know, like, you're a bumbling idiot with your giant dick. Like, it uh, wasn't until later that yeah. it was seen <laughs> as, like, a positive thing. Uh, but you're saying that it was just as funny to have a small penis. Is that correct? Well,
2: at least in my time, we were, like, you know, big dick sign of virility,
0: and, and, uh, and woman-pleasing. Okay. Yeah? Oh, interesting. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure it was different for different cultures yeah, and different yeah, eras and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, no, that's fascinating. Um, uh, going back to, uh, you know, Mr. Lincoln, uh, I had two questions that were sort of related to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, you know, you had, as we, t- as we as we mentioned, this incredible 14-foot-tall body. Mm-hmm. What was the decision then to wear a hat that would also make you even taller than your already, already Leviathan 14-foot frame? Well, first of all, it's a crackerjack of a hat. It's a, it's a great it's hat. A great hat. But you could have wore a pork pie hat or a newsy sure. something that well, wouldn't have added inches, you know, to it.
1: it's a bit like um, it's a bit like the penis, you know. You you have to play against an expectation. It's a rhetorical mm. device, right? Okay, so interesting. I could wear a no hat or a flat hat or something mm. that would sort of de-emphasize my natural height. But okay, maybe like I'd, horizontal stripes
0: or something I like that. I chose to
1: steer into it. I mean, who are you really fooling at 14 and a half feet, Yeah. Right? yeah that's what really hat point. is gonna make you seem mm. short? So, yeah. Uh, plus, I just
0: love that fucking hat. So. <laughs> Good hat. Uh, If you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests today are 15th century Italian painter Michelangelo and 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Now, the other question I wanted to ask you, Mr. uh, President Lincoln, uh, forgive me. Sorry about that, um, is, you know, you you had this reputation uh, of being honest, Abe, that, as we talked about, was uh, sarcastic. Um, and people were like, or or you you at least thought it was sarcastic because you were pickpockets. But what I'm wondering is, did that image ever... Um, cause any problems for your life? Like you felt like you had to live up to being honest. I'm thinking specifically of the movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey and how like he ah, had to tell the truth and how it made his job harder. You know, did that ever create any hurdles for you in your in your other personal professional life?
1: Well, I, I think that unlike the the film you just referenced, I, I didn't have a curse or a, a magical spell upon me mm-hmm. forcing me to be honest. But uh, I did, as I Grew into my role, feel a certain obligation to the American people to, mm-hmm. to try and do my best to lead the country. So, it was a a yardstick I held up to my my own uh, choices and activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel improved me.
0: Okay, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's. I mean, it makes sense. Being honest is an an admirable quality. Uh, I don't suppose, Michelangelo, this is something that you. Uh, I don't know, mirrored in your life? Like, was that a virtue that you thought was important to be an honest person as you were sculpting and painting, that sort of thing?
2: Uh, You know, I was very honest in my art. Yes. I was very, like, I am going to capture exactly what I see, you know, whether that's someone who's modeling for me Mm -hmm. or something I see in my mind. I'm going to get it 100%. in, in my personal life, in my personal dealings, I was not... Uh, I was not always honest. Okay, a little, little more of a of a cat. Is that what we're getting at? Yeah. Well, you know, I lied about finishing that about the David. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, did you lie or
1: did you just not highlight? Not mention it. Yeah, Uh, it's
0: a live omission. We call it live omission. Live omission. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's totally. I think there's some moral flexibility there. You know, like just because you didn't mention it doesn't necessarily mean that you lied about it. Yeah, but then I also like did some other stuff. Um, Okay, like. For example,
2: I um, I, okay, so I ran a service to make
0: some money on the side. It was like a a laundry service. Oh, you you so you did like a like a a fifteenth century laundry service. Yeah,
2: you we take your linens and your okay. soiled linens and clothes, and yeah. then we. But what I wasn't actually washing them, I was stealing other clothes and then giving clean clothes and then oh my keep, God. giving them back. Yeah. So you
0: would just steal clothes new were, clothes. There's it was like,
2: like a laundry
1: one, Ponzi scheme. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a lot of work.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. well, you know, I was like you can, so there's like, there was like one fabric back then. <laughs> so like you just get a bolt of that fabric mm-hmm. and you just can make, you just cut clothes. It is, wow. Yeah, it, it was probably more work
0: than i you know than it was worth it yeah it doesn't seem like the payoff is that big for all the thieving you would have to do and also explaining to you know the people whose clothes you just took in why their clothes uh, i know, fit I, differently I, or look different than it was before
2: it was for the thrill of the steel man <laughs> i was just i was going out of my way to get that rush
0: well, uh, uh, moving on, um, I learned from the Wikipedia that you both experienced um, a pretty serious loss hmm. early in your life. Um, you know, Michelangelo, uh, your mother died when you were relatively young, so uh, you spent a lot of time being raised uh, by a nanny whose husband was a stonecutter, and that's where you started learning to sculpt. Yeah, Isn't that correct? That's true. Well, my question is, why didn't your father just raise you? Because, I mean, just because your mother does dies doesn't mean that, you know, your father is suddenly out of the picture, right? Yeah, well... My father was in it for the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so so you're saying that like if 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 your mother hadn't had died, like he would have been like a mad a man about town or something like that? Uh
2: yeah, no, if he he was like he was there for her and the second that was not part of the equation anymore, mm-hmm. he went out and got Got more, hmm. so he
0: was just like, "I'm not. This is my opportunity to ditch this kid. Yeah, he didn't and I could care. just go about about town now. Yeah, that must have been really hard for you. No, it was sucked. It sucked. It, it was, was really terrible. Repentant. All right, you you would prefer to stay with your dad than to live with this nanny?
2: Well, no, no. I ended up being great. She was real cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was cool. She like, um, she. Uh, she had, like, uh, well, we didn't call them cigarettes, but it was, like, little tobacco leaf things. Okay. And she got me, she gave me those.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Were, you, were you allowed to do that as a child, or was mm-hmm. that frowned yeah. upon by society?
2: Uh, oh, yeah, no. It's something you kind of did behind closed doors. Gotcha. But, you know, gotcha. yeah. You know, I was got up in my room with my blueprints smoking.
0: That's cool. With your blueprints, like for, for, for the sk- things that you would carve? Yeah, or for just the things go- I was going to carve. Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. I
2: didn't know that you blueprinted yeah, things out before uh, you would carve them. Oh, yeah, you got it. You can't just go
0: freeform on that stuff. Oh, I, mean, I, I assume that you just like look at a block of marble, imagine what it was going to look like, and then go to town. Here's
2: the secret. Okay.
0: I'm not really a genius like that.
2: Really? No. I just, uh, I'm just i just very careful, you know? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you do a lot of planning I think beforehand. I any, anyone could really do what I do mm-hmm. if they had... Mm-hmm. The patient. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe the thing that we all view as your genius is just you taking your time Planning things up beforehand, like having a schedule, having a calendar, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Wow, interesting. All right, and,
1: and branding. I mean,
0: oh, branding. Yes. Come it on, brands. we've we've all been taught what a genius you we were. Yeah. Oh, true. yeah. Maybe maybe you just have better PR than well, than other a, painters and sculptors. It's, a,
2: it's another lie of omission, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody's asking me what my process is. It yeah. certainly didn't hurt
1: the sale of your work. No yes. offense. So your work is brilliant. Right? Mm. Well, thank you. I think you're being. It was somewhat modest. I think anybody could do it, but
2: you know, <laughs> it's like, it's well, kind of sure like. I could. I mean, it's sort of like a, it's like paint by numbers almost, mm-hmm. but you're you're making your own paint by number, right? It's okay. like you're making the the, the diagram for hmm, yourself. Interesting.
0: Yeah, so you're just doing a little more work. Well, maybe we can test this theory uh, a little bit later on the show. Uh, but moving over to you, uh, President Lincoln, mm-hmm. your mother died also when you were relatively young yeah. of, of milk sickness, uh, which I saw on the Wikipedia, and that's not like a, like a common sickness that we have these days. Do you, mm-hmm. do you know what milk sickness was that well, took your mother?
1: yes, yes. It's... Um... She was just crazy for milk
0: and she mm, drank it she loved love uh, milk she literally drank it to death as she, she um, And there was a name for that like it was so yeah, common that people yeah. would drink milk to death Yeah well you have to understand it
1: in my day milk was uh, almost a different Thing, yeah, uh, with uh, before all these hormones and pollution, pasteurization the air, it was,
0: it was yeah. like crack cocaine. It really, was
1: just, milk was so delicious, and mm-hmm.
0: uh, as you did see, it have it, like psychotropic effects the way that drugs do, or it was just yeah, so good. It, Does it taste it so good?
1: Certainly could. I think everyone's different. For my mother, she could she could not put the stuff down. Oh, she okay. just uh, drank herself. God bless her to an early grave and mm. white mustache all over <laughs> her face. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can still see
0: you. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, yeah. that, sound, that sounds terrible. Um, uh, you know, if you were, you know, able to, to speak to your mother today to try to get her to put the milk down, like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, try to make you cry. This isn't Oprah. This isn't, no. you know, uh, this isn't like a gotcha radio show. But is there anything that you would have wished that you had said to your mom that maybe would have gotten her to put the milk down?
1: Well, I, I suppose I'd say, Mama, can't you see how we all love you? Mm. Why don't you put the goddamn milk down? Excuse me. Oh,
0: do you, if you need a minute, so, that's totally fine, I President just Lincoln. A, just a minute. Oh, okay. Oh God, that was powerful. Um, well, let's let's move on to something a little bit um, a little bit lighter. Uh, yeah. So you. Uh, you married a woman uh, named Mary Todd uh, when you were in your 30s and again as we described with Michelangelo that's pretty late in life mm-hmm. for the period that you were alive uh, did you feel any sort of like social pressure to get married and that's the reason why you settled down with Mary Todd
1: well uh, it wasn't anything like that I mm-hmm.
0: I think love uh, love takes your heart when
1: it takes your heart Okay. she gets a bad rap these days for being a complete crackerjack nut job but yeah
0: she, people is pe- people View uh, your wife, Mary Todd, as being like historically famously insane, mm. um, but maybe maybe just like the stories have become conflated well, over sure. time or anything I mean, like that. it's like, More entertaining to talk about, yeah. you know.
1: What people don't realize about Molly is that she uh, she was kicked in the head by a donkey. She was kicked like when she was a child. No, when we were in the White House, somebody you know, on a tour <laughs> rode in on a donkey and. And she didn't want it to defecate on the okay. rug that she had, she had put in place, and she leaned down to, to scooch it out, and it kicked her right in the forehead.
0: Oh, my God. I'm really surprised that—I mean, I know that we have higher security standards now than back then, but I, I just can't believe that— they would let a donkey into the oh, White yeah, House there, around there the was, president.
1: There was literally no security. There, in <sighs> fact, there there wasn't a front door on the White House until really? about 1932. Oh, wow. That is something yeah. I missed in the uh, in yeah, the Wikipedia. So, all kinds of things. So Chicken. she was
0: a she was a normal woman before she was kicked in the head by this horse. Well, she was an exceptional woman. Oh, yes. oh
1: Sorry. Uh, I'm begging to, your pardon. She, she, mean she, she was, um, she was a, a wonderful seamstress, and she loved to yodel, and... Um, she she'd like a glass of milk herself, but you know, uh, always in moderation. And yes, after yes.
0: that damn donkey, oh, yeah. that is that is a real shame. I'd love I'd love to get uh, back to that in just a moment. But going back over to you uh, for a moment, Michelangelo. Um, so based on your Wikipedia, I learned that you're 13 years old, and you begin your apprenticeship with painter Domenico. Uh, I think the last name is pronounced Girlade- Girlandeo, Is that how you say it? You nailed it. <laughs> He's good. Uh what are some of your early memories of working with um uh with Domenico? Uh this uh, this this master that you were apprenticed for.
2: Oh, you know, it's like it's like any internship, you know, a lot of getting them coffees mm. and um or espressos. Uh, <laughs> and uh you know, Kind of making copies of paintings, uh, so I mean that's that's something you do when you're learning to paint is that you you would, you would copy out the paintings that he had done already. Exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. You actually do a literal copy, you know, and then uh, they actually sell the copies. I mean, you know, you're an intern, so you don't you don't get a cut of that. No. It's an honor just to be there, kind of situation. Mm, yeah. So, um, but it was good, you know. I learned a lot. Okay, and he's not he was not a natural teacher. Mm-hmm. He was not a natural nurturer, mm-hmm. but I just, uh, I was like, learned to be self sufficient in that okay. phase. And um, yeah, you know. Uh, well, like,
0: well, you say that he was a natural teacher. Like, was that, what, what was something that he would do that looking back, you're like, that's not, a, that's not a good way to try to instruct somebody, you know? I mean, he threw a paintbrush at my face. Oh, well, that, I maybe mean, that that
2: couldn't have hurt that much, right? Like, that, no, that... no, no. He like threw it like a dart. Oh really?
0: Yeah. So like almost like almost like a almost like that supervillain, you know, who who was so good at throwing things that he could penetrate yes you with it. Yes. Wow. It, that guy. Yeah. No, it's like uh I think it, I think he's from um uh, Daredevil. Like I think he hit me it hit me right in
2: the corner of the eye right okay. here and it broke blood vessels. I looked like one of the Borg <laughs> for uh, like, two weeks.
1: Wanda de Borg? Who is w- uh, uh, One no, of the Borg. Oh, oh Borg. I'm terribly sorry. No, yeah. it's no, fine. It's
0: I think okay. Wanda de Borg is a, is a Spanish T- novelist. Tennis player? Kind of oh. <laughs> like, no, okay. Never uh, well, uh, mind. So, proceed, so, proceed. So, yeah. yeah. He said that you threw this uh, paintbrush at your face. I
2: threw a paintbrush at my face, you know. So, I was just like, okay. So, here's what that taught me, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't eat. I, I mean, I might have deserved it. I was kind of like... I, so I was, like, a mouthy little kid, and mm-hmm. I was, like, mm, I don't think that's the right shade of blue for this guy. <laughs> and he was, like, whoops. So, mm-hmm. you know, I learned to, like, kind of tamp it down. I, like, you know those moments when you know you're right? You know mm-hmm. you're right. But it's, yeah. like, not the smartest moment to actually say, say that. Say something, yeah. Yeah. So, that's, I, you know, I learned, like, those kind of things. And, Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, uh we got to take a short break, but we will be right back with Abraham Lincoln and Michelangelo. Famous Stay dead people. with us. Oh, Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or on whatever app it is that you're using to listen to this show. Uh, If you're so inclined, rate us five stars, leave a comment. You could tell us how much you love us or hate us. I love constructive criticism. Uh, that stuff helps us out a ton. Tell your friends about us. Get your friends to listen to Famous Dead People. I would really appreciate that. And uh, hit us up at Famous show at gmail.com if you want to shout some criticism into my electronic face or if you want to hear a specific Famous Dead person on this show. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear that you're listening. I want some feedback. Damn it. Uh, so, yeah. Lastly, if you really like the show and you want to send us some money to help keep us on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash people and click on the support this show button. Thanks again for listening. And now back to the podcast. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 15th century Italian painter and sculptor Michelangelo and 16th president of the United States, the man who freed the slaves, Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. Uh, Now, Mr. Lincoln, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about this relationship that you had with your wife. Because uh, based on your Wikipedia, it sounds like you had a few sort of like forays into like nearly marital relationships. You know, like we look at the way that marriage was done back then as Mm -hmm. being like you meet one girl, Mm -hmm. you know, she seems amenable. You want your families to get together so you just get married. But you were courting a woman who died uh, you had this other woman that you were courting, and you guys just like grew apart, and you decided to break off the engagement. Mary Todd and you were engaged at one point, and then you broke it off for some reason. But then you ended up running into each other again later in your life, and then decided to get married. What what's the story there? Like like was this a a shortcoming in your personality that you just couldn't I don't know connect, or did you not want to get tied down? Like like. Would you explain this to our listeners? Well,
1: I, I it's, it's it's probably too long a story to go into in, mm-hmm. in well, its you, entirety. Well, you have got
0: plenty of time.
1: <laughs> I I think uh, I think uh, it took me a while to to learn precisely who I am, oh, who, yeah. who I am as a man, a late bloomer, and, if yes, you will. perhaps, perhaps, and uh, you know, uh, the, the the attractions of career and. And politics, uh, you know, pulled me this way and that, and uh, fear of commitment to, on on at least one of those occasions mm, kept me from 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 in, investing myself. But you wanted uh, to
0: you wanted to play the field a little bit, like Michelangelo's father. Well, you know, I was a
1: young man, as mm. many of us were, and I I, I have no regrets, but uh, I do feel that uh, if I could go back, I I might do a thing or two differently than mm. I had.
0: Do you think that it was a fair commitment that made you break it off with Mary Todd the first time? Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Definitely.
1: I you know, she she's a very intense woman. And uh, she wanted everything all at once, and mm. I wasn't wasn't ready for that at first. But interesting. Uh, once I once I got to know myself a bit better, it was diving in like that guy on the mousetrap thing when the thing comes down and the yeah. Uh, you're
0: talking, of course, about the board game mousetrap. Yeah, he
1: strikes that funny little pose with the yes. hands. Right, so yeah. that's how I did that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever played that game. I it, love, it, I love. Mount it worked zero percent of the time. Right. Like we would set it up just so that we could do the thing, but it set the expectation. I yeah. mean, you were just you waiting would... for that guy to make that dive. Yeah. He always just fell on his sand. I literally never played the game. I we just set it up so that we could do the Rube Goldberg. Yeah. and it never worked. Yeah. It I don't think worked. anyone's ever played the game. Yeah, no, it was, just, it was. It should have just called that Rube Goldberg yeah, in a box. That's right. But anyways, going back to you, uh, Mr. Michelangelo. I hope I hope you don't mind me calling you Mr. Michelangelo. But your last name, oh boy, that is a beast. to, try wait, wait, to. is it my? Uh, forgive my ignorance. Is it Michelangelo? Or is it something Michelangelo? Uh, no, according it's, it's to. It's Michelangelo. So it's it Michelangelo. Just like Madonna. It's just one. No, no, name. no. It's technically Michelangelo di Lodovico Buonarroti Simoni. Is that, that's, that's, that's. Yeah, correct, first, right? first
2: try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, really like crushing these uh, pronunciations here. Doing a really good job. Um, but, anyways, so when you're 17, uh, Mr. Michelangelo, uh, your patron dies. Uh, and you have to go back and live with your father for a bit, was that difficult you know, to go back to this man who had abandoned you early in your life and also you you had a job doing art and now you have no job and you and, and you have no way of making a living. Yeah, this is like the worst darkest the days of my life. life is yes. this when you were running that illegal laundry slash Yeah, uh, this is
2: when the idea started, yeah. Gotcha, so, gotcha. So. Okay. Guess who planted the seeds? Was it was it your father? It sure was. Uh, like mm. fa- the, the apple does not fall from the tree, mm-hmm. as they say. He's like, Here you're gonna learn the thrill of, of crime. <laughs> So and I was like, Dad, that's
0: really on an on the nose kind of mm. thing to say, but he's, he's
2: sticking to it.
0: Well, I read that your dad was a was a, a politician. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And yet he still and he had this side hustle going at the same time. Is that and, right? You know, I think politicians and I'm gonna just
2: say it. I think mm-hmm. politicians as a natural uh, group of people are, are corrupt. Mm. Yeah? I don't yeah. think it's it, a controversial thing to say. No. It's no. Oh, no, no, you could get
0: beheaded. For saying that, where I'm from. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. they probably were uh, were a little bit more sensitive about that sort of thing. Oh yeah, so easy it's, to lose power. You can't. Yes, right. Well, no one spent more time around politicians in this room than you know President Lincoln. That that rings true for you, right? A, we're a sack full of scoundrels. So yeah. No, no denying it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were honest Abe. So I, you, of I course, tried
1: my best. I had to pull a. You know, it, there's it's not a black and white business. You understand? Mm. We like to sell it like I'm a good guy or he's a bad guy. But the truth of the matter is, is there's no single way to. Play please all of the people all of the time you, yeah you've got to make t- t- tough choices not being said most of us are just filthy corrupt uh, horrible scoundrels and, mm-hmm. uh...
0: well i'm sure that the things that you did as a politician were not as i don't know um uh, uh dastardly as some of your contemporaries but was there anything that you were like ah if the public found out about that they'd be really upset maybe you know, hoist me out, of, hoist me out of office or anything. Well, uh, there, there was quite a stir. I
1: initially uh, tried to lock down the borders and imprison mm. all uh, immigrants who had come across illegally, and, mm. and that was not a popular undertaking. It's it
0: weird how how things you know do not circle. change. That's yeah, right. we're fundamentally
1: bonkers. a xenophobic people. I think <laughs> and, uh, it's not our best nature, but uh, wow. you know, there it is. Other people. It's are
0: a very like pessimistic thing to hear from
1: President Lincoln. Would not expect that at all. Well, you do your best. Yeah, yeah you, of course, you do your best, one foot in front of the other. <laughs>
2: Uh, now, I, can I just say? Of know, course, I, I just want to apologize. I, I said all. Politicians are corrupt, and I'm without even thinking. No, without
1: even thinking. <laughs> Did, didn't even look at me, by the way. But I'm not offended. All right, oh, well, fine. he's a good man. Well,
0: I was That's wondering fine. if that was like a subtle dig, you know? If no, you were like, I just uh, was me too, yeah. being. <laughs> I was a wrestler, you know. Old could... dumb Michelangelo. Uh, somebody, uh, somebody sculpted a foot into their mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh we're having fun today. Uh, so going back to you, um, uh, President Lincoln. Um, so in 1846, you're 37 years old. You've been married for a few years. Your wife, not crazy yet because she hasn't been kicked in the head by this donkey, as you mentioned. Um, you get elected to Congress as a member of the Whig Party. And I had President Harrison on this show a couple of episodes mm. ago who was also a Whig. But but he was a little bit, um, I don't know, uh, the, uh, unclear about what the principles of, of being a Whig were. Mm. Would you mind – because we don't have Whigs anymore. Would you mind just describing for our audience like what the principles of the Whig Party were?
1: Sure. Well, the – uh, my understanding of the principles of the Whig Party were really to, 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 to give a fair shake to every single uh, voter and citizen, um, to defend the principles of liberty and to stick it to the other side. Stick it to the other side. Yes, that's right. Those, those filthy uh, uh, Tories and uh, the Republicans whom I realize I later aligned myself with, mm-hmm, particularly yeah. the Democrats. So, greasy, rat-faced Democrats.
0: So one of the principles of being a Whig was just, was just fucking over the other party? Is that right? Absolutely. Oh, wow. I mean, they initially started because
1: we would disguise ourselves wearing a wig. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, sneak into their various domiciles and perform acts of mischief, occasionally of downright
0: violence. Interesting. But Interesting. Uh, you know, that
1: was never my and- particular connection to the party. I, okay. I like the liberty shit and oh, that okay. sort of thing. But.
0: Well, I—I I mean, it doesn't seem like just wearing a wig—a wig would be that um, sufficient of a disguise to to hide your to hide your identity. Um, was it back then, like if somebody was wearing the wig of somebody else, would they oh, would yeah. they assume that there was that? that you person? You have to
1: understand that you know uh, uh, that all of this media that we have now has mm-hmm. done a remarkable thing to the human brain uh, in our time, you know Clark Kent mm-hmm. in my day absolutely you know now it seems ridiculous he 's Superman with the Superman glasses, with the yeah, glasses yeah. on right, and nobody can see this. But, but you're in my time, we were just like, oh, whoop. who's this? Whoop. Hey, whoop. You put on a wig and it's a completely different. We're gone. Who are you? Wig off. Oh, <laughs> President Lincoln. I, I, wow. I don't. I don't know how to explain it other than that. It was actually a lot of there, fun. There must have been a lot
0: of shenanigans. Like i can imagine you could, you could. You could like you know. That's uh, never
1: captured in the history books. Is how many yeah. you know just jackanapes and shenanigans everyone was having all the time? the as we got anything done.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just imagining like you know um, I don't know like a. Uh, like a scenario where you have a date with two different women on the sure. same night sure. you could just get your friend in a wig to be you on the second sure. date like like a that. wig
1: a couple of glasses of milk and the, mm-hmm. the
0: ladies I mean everyone's
1: game this is you know yeah. we have a life expectancy you, you, you'll back me up on this and people expect now to live to 89 to 100 years old. And mm-hmm. the kids today expect they're going to live to 200 with yeah. nano robots. But in our day, you you know, you die in a duel or get your head cut off That's or a right. bear walking
0: down the road, just yeah. leap out and gobble. Or just, just like a, butt- little, a little bacteria in your yeah, cut. You drink bacteria yourself bacteria, to yeah. death on a glass of milk. On a I glass mean, of you, milk. you know, uh-huh. it's a death so was a constant way to go back then. Um, I was, was going to ask you, Michelangelo, um, if the thing that... President Lincoln just said about easily disguising yourself was also true in 15th century Italy at the time. Oh yeah, I had a lot of disguises. Mm-hmm. Like, um. but but uh, did they were they similarly simple? Like you could just throw on like a different I don't know tunic or yeah, something. Yeah, well and you know would it's assume like, you were somebody else. There
2: was like I said, there was basically one
0: fabric back then. Mm-hmm. So
2: you could wear anything and you're halfway there to being anonymous, right? Or different cuz
0: okay. everything's the same, right? No, mm-hmm. so Did this help with you and your dad as you were grifting, you know, like in in uh in a uh, in in the 15th century Italy?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, we had a number of uh identities that we would uh go through. I think hair was a big hair was a big way to recognize someone. Yes, what you do with your yeah. hair. You know, it's like when you know every uh, every uh, Model T Ford, to use an example from from your time, mm-hmm. uh, every Model T Ford is black, right? When they first came out, so yes. people would tie like ribbons to them to know which one was theirs. Yeah, in a parking yeah. lot. So, um, yeah. So uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah. You can like uh, bedeck yourself
0: with, uh, <laughs> you know, like a. Some kind of just so, so pimp your person so that you would be identifiable to other humans. Exactly. Interesting. Wow, yeah. I had no idea how little facial recognition people had in uh, you know in the fifteenth century and. Uh... I guess it would be the 1800s for you yeah, President Lincoln sure, is that correct sure, yes. Yeah faces were still
2: kind of new back then
0: mm-hmm. you know so faces were still kind of new back then mm-hmm. <laughs> Well
1: then, you you know you'd you'd pick a facial hair like a beard such as mine mm-hmm. and you couldn't change it people wouldn't know who you were yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, you be right.
0: unidentifiable It's a little bit like when you know you see those videos of like you know uh, a baby and their father shaves and the baby starts crying cuz he doesn't recognize you know, we were all, I guess, had that little facial recognition back then. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is an incredible piece it's of a evolved. Piece of history there. Uh, going back to you, Mr. Michelangelo, for a moment. Um, so you have a little bit of success early on, and by the time you're in your 20s, you're you're getting commissioned to do uh, different works for people. And I, I saw this one on Wikipedia that I wanted to ask you about specifically. You're commissioned by this cardinal, a uh, cardinal, uh, Rafael Riario. You got it. Who <laughs> He's good. He's really <laughs> yeah. good. Well, I'm, I'm half Italian on my mom's side. Uh, you decided to do a sculpture for him, this, this cardinal of Bacchus, who was the Roman god of wine and mm-hmm. sex. And obviously the cardinal rejects it because that is not appropriate uh, for a cardinal. But my question is, why would you decide to do such a provocative sculpture for a man of the cloth? I could... I could be a real bitch sometimes, <laughs> you know. I just what wanna, are you trying to accomplish there, though? Like, what was I, the?
2: I just want to be like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, you're gonna get what you get when you come to me, <laughs> you know. If you want, you can't. I mean, I'm not like some donkey for hire. Mm. So,
0: but you know, what did this? What did this uh, cardinal say when he was presented with this naked Bacchus and his his glass of wine and little cherub by his feet? He was know? like. He was like, uh, I'm not,
2: I can't, this is, no, I can't have this. <laughs> and I said, you know what? In 100 years, no one's going to remember you, but they're still going to have that statue.
0: Wow. So, that is that is baller. And we then used I, to stay there. I
2: licked my finger and I put it on my arm and I went,
1: Oh, did you did you coin that? Was that yours? That's yeah, yeah, mine.
0: I've done that myself. That's, oh, a, that's, that's a good mine. bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. thank wow. you.
0: So you burned you, you did the burn thing on your mm-hmm. own arm mm-hmm. to um to demonstrate that you had burned somebody else. Is that the way it worked in the uh, 15th century? N- no, it's like it was more like uh, like I'm hot. Like, I'm oh hot. I'm hot. Uh, got you, gotcha, gotcha. Oh. Okay, I understand that. Uh, but going through your biography, it seems like a lot of your famous work was commissioned by somebody else like somebody asked you to do you know to finish the david for us you know somebody asked you to paint the sistine chapel you know were there any things that you did for yourself or any project that you that you wish that you could have done for yourself but you were too busy doing these commissioned works
2: yeah you know no i did sculpt some things for myself Mm -hmm. um i loved like cats um (laughs) i love cats you did this
0: is actually this is this is true um. No, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm actually conflating. I know Mr. Lincoln was obsessed with cats. Hmm. I've uh, got I a cat just, in my hat. Right. I was here. just confused. Oh, hey! Look oh at that! Oh my god! was oh. a beautiful little tabby. Oh, that's amazing. I apologize. I got my wires crossed there. But oh, that's no, I'll right. put them back. I, I can't believe you guys had that in common. You're both you know. obsessed with cats. Yeah. What's not to love? Yeah. What's not to love about a kitty cat? Why don't you guys, at the same time, say your favorite breed or type of cat? Okay. You ready? Here's, <laughs> here we go. You ready? One, two, three. Maine Garfield. Garfield. Well, <laughs> Main Coon. Oh, those are good, though. Those are good. <laughs>
1: Garfield,
0: wow. Oh, uh,
1: you mean a breed? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, we were I thinking breed. Favorite cartoon cat was what I no. heard. all right. <laughs> Main Coon is mine, too. Is oh, wow. Coincidence, oh, yeah. They're, they're so
0: big. Their heads are like. So, yeah, so you pumpkins. were. So you're obsessed with cats, so you wish that you had painted or sculpted more cats? Is that right? I, I sculpted a few
2: cats. Okay. Uh, and I put them, like, around my uh, home in, like, in like fanciful positions. Like, okay. Like, I had a plant, right? So I sculpted a cat to be, like, Pawing at the leaf of the plant. Oh, like playfully yeah. trying
0: to, trying to yeah. bat bat the leaf this of the plant. It's kitch.
1: <laughs> well, it is now. Yeah. now because it's such a classic but we don't know what I mean, happened hang in, those... hang in there baby right with the <laughs>
2: oh was that God. you? I, uh
0: that was me wow, wow.
2: That is i incredible. did hang in there you, baby sir,
0: are, are a hero wow thank you that's that's genius that is genius if you don't mind me saying uh for those of you who are just joining us uh you're listening to famous dead people on radio free brooklyn and my guests today are 16th president of the united states the great emancipator abraham lincoln mm-hmm. And the original Renaissance man, 15th century Italian painter and sculptor, Michelangelo. Um, so, I'm just wondering, I know we were just talking about your your, your shared cat obsession. Uh, would you know what happened to any of these cats? Like, how come we don't see them in museums these days, Mr. Michelangelo? Well, you know, I'm not really sure. People don't...
2: I mean, I, my, I assume they were left in my estate uh, at some point, mm-hmm. but... I think these were considered sort of novelty home items. Oh, okay. Um, so better better uh kind of thing you might buy at like a um you know like a like a like a hobby lobby
0: or uh mm. one of those kind of places. So maybe people thought that they because they weren't these great religious, you know, icons that maybe it, it wasn't worth as much. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh well, going over to um to you Mr. Uh, President Lincoln again. God, I apologize. Um, there is another similarity that you two have, and that is that you both had uh, a famous rivalry Hmm. uh, with another person. And yours, Mr. President, was with Stephen Stephen Douglas. You have Mm -hmm. these series of debates that are still the most famous presidential debates in American history. Uh, What do you think it was that made those debates so memorable and so entertaining for everybody? Uh, I just think
1: that uh, there's something infectious about watching a son of a bitch like Douglas... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> spout off his completely bullshit opinions wow you know having somebody stand up to him and, and tell him to his face in public how full of shit he is <laughs> Jesus is, uh, you know that's going to sell tickets because people like to hear you tell the truth mm-hmm. and I, I did try and do that especially faced with an unequivocal evil Mm. As as
0: as you've viewed, uh, Mr. Douglas just being oh, unequivocally evil.
1: He, he, he was scum, scum of the wow. earth, worst of humanity. I killed be... him with my
0: bare hands. I gotta I say, it, it doesn't seem like there was this much vitriol if you read the actual debates. Well, you can't. You, you know. know, you're, you're not going to air it. What oh, are you okay. going to say
1: that live? Throw me in the cake? So, so I never won
0: office. So you said that in the debates, but
1: people just struck it from the record. Is that what you're saying? I said that immediately prior, and uh, at any party I'd see him. I was thrown oh, out of a number gotcha. of venues. Not, not on stage but live in front the of don't, these are witnesses.
0: God, gotcha, gotcha.
1: witnesses. If he'd have turned up dead, and I like, wish to God he had, <laughs> they'd have looked at me first. This is, know, this so. is really. You have to be
0: smart, Jared. You have to use no, your mind. I, I, Politics I com- is not a stupid man's game. No, I completely understand that. It just seems that you, you're sort of like our, uh, our foundation, our pillar for how oh. people should have, you know, differing opinions in powerful positions. Like you had your famous team of rivals. You stacked your cabinet with people that disagreed with you so that you had perspective. Sure. But it seems to me that you, you, you didn't have that kind of, I don't know, um, graciousness towards your, your most famous rival, somebody who I thought maybe you'd have more respect for.
1: Well, listen, I, I respect his right to have a stupid fucking opinion
0: like <laughs> he did. but uh, And I, I would die to defend his right to have it. But mm-hmm. Yeah christ i hated him can I you tell us one him, so. thing that he said that really just got you that you were like oh, Well, man.
1: i can remember very clearly a time that uh, he made fun of my mother for having died of milk
0: sickness that Ooh. was a low oh you don't make fun of somebody's dead mom it was mom. a low blow i yeah. thought
1: and it's very difficult for me to forgive a man who'd stoop that low yeah of course Said in front of molly
0: oh that mm. is that is uh interesting is that what, really i'm just you said molly twice now that was your oh it's that my, was pet. Your that pet was my pet name, pet name, name for mary for it, todd sure. okay fantastic uh, and, uh, of course, you know, Michelangelo, you had uh, your famous rivalry with fellow artist Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, how did that rivalry play out exactly? Like, would you, I don't know, like, uh, uh, try to, he, he does something, you try to do it better, or? Yeah, it's a lot of, like, one-upsmanship. Like, yeah.
2: I do David, then he does the uh, Vitruvian mm. man, you know? Mm. And I'm like, wait, 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 you're doing <laughs> a perfect naked man <laughs> with a small penis? I just did that. <laughs> You know, so it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we would send each other nasty letters. Oh,
0: interesting. So, like, what were some of the nasty things you guys would say to each other?
2: Um, He told me that um, he was like, uh, hey, uh, Michelangelo, I hear you're making small dicks popular because you have a small dick and you don't want that to be an embarrassing (laughs) thing anymore. And I was like, hey, Leonardo da Vinci, I hear that you're making your Vitruvian man with a small dick because you have a small dick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a lot was, of that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not, not, you know, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, variety there. But I, I think you got your point across. Oh, yeah, the points were clear. Definitely. How do you feel that rivalry ended up? I mean, it it really does seem that... You two are so disparate, mm-hmm. and you're both sort of, like famous in your own way. I, I, I would, I would find it difficult to to say which one of you was the winner. You know, like you have the David. He has. Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna just say this. I think mm-hmm. he, I think he won.
2: Really? I do. Yeah. I mean, he is a uh, a, uh, a beloved, wondered about figure in mm-hmm. popular culture now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do I get? A, a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I mean, come
1: on! Well, to I be, think to be he very, was also a ninja turtle. He got turtle. a ninja turtle. Yeah, he was
2: oh, he got one too. But I
1: think you're selling oh, yeah. yourself short. I think you're he selling got yourself one short.
2: Well, mm-hmm. that's true. Well, then he does it make you feel better? No, because he <laughs> has Ninja Turtle and all the other stuff.
0: So, well, what is it that you're missing from your legacy? Like, do you wish that there was a like a Da Vinci code well, for you? Like, maybe yeah, there was a yeah, Michelangelo yeah, code. Yeah, I
2: love a Michelangelo code. Okay, mm-hmm. and, like maybe like there's. Jesus' birthday is engraved on David's knife, mm. <laughs>
1: hey, that, That's not bad. You know, I know Dan Brown. I could introduce you. I mm. would love
0: that, yeah. yeah. Oh, I I am, I'm sure ideas. he's looking for another
1: uh, for a sequel is. or something God, like that. I got a packet. But he's always yeah. trying to keep pages coming out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like uh, so uh, wrapping things up, I have uh, a question for you, uh, Mr. President. Mm. Um, I hope this isn't a painful memory for you, but one of the other yeah, – there were so many things that you were famous for in your career – uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, mm-hmm. the Gettysburg Address, mm-hmm. um, but obviously also you were famous for being the first president to be assassinated. Mm. Um, and we all know the story Ford's Theater, John Wilkes Booth, uh, the show was Our American Cousin. Uh, is there anything that you remember about that night? That maybe isn't in the history books. Like, as we know it, he snuck up behind you. Did you even know that something was happening, or did you see him and were like, "Oh my god, it's it's John Muldoon, the actor"? uh, If I may take this opportunity to to drop a bit of a bomb. Historically,
1: okay. is that, that was all staged? <gasps> I did. Oh my god. I was actually the first president to fake my own death. Wow! Uh, in retrospect, I, I oh wish god. I had gone about it differently because it created such a stir. Oh yeah, definitely. That uh, we we very nearly sank back into the Civil War Jesus. from which we had just escaped. Oh
0: my god! I feel like we're in that movie uh, National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. Oh. Where Putting the pieces together yeah. of our early American
1: history. Oh my God! So, so he was in cahoots, and he, for all the, the flack he gets about being a bad actor, mm-hmm. he, it's an injustice. He, he was quite, really crushed quite a grand he actor. He really crushed he the role That's of... why we chose him. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I lived out the rest of my days in uh, Tahiti. You went to Tahiti yes, to live I, the rest of your life. That's right. Until oh I ultimately God. died of milk sickness like my mother. Oh, oh wow. wow. So yes. you have to understand this. Again, is apple really, is not really, far, far, from tree. Yeah. Really tasty stuff, this milk. Yeah,
0: stuff. no. I can believe and they had it in Tahiti as well, obviously. Oh yes, yes. It had an exotic flavor. Mm, so yeah. oh wow. That is that is really tragic. The the same disease that takes the mother takes the son. Yeah, well. How did you sneak away? I mean you have such a such a, an incredible form, you know, a, a physicality and that is I, so identifiable. Again, I... 14 feet tall, I with used, the top hat. used my,
1: my sleight of hand abilities and mm-hmm. a wig.
0: And you just put on a wig, of Slept course! Put on a wig,
1: out of the back. Of course! They had a uh, 14 and a half foot scarecrow stuffed full of sawdust <laughs> and horse manure. And they shot it through the head. It exploded all of the people, and mm-hmm. they did an autopsy on it. And oh my God! A couple of uh, a couple of bucks here and there, and spackles over the whole thing. I mean, you have to understand, nobody had cameras on their phones. Mm. So it's not, no, you know, it was not uh, an incriminating news reel uh, the, like the. Um, Zucker, what, who's that guy with the Kennedy?
0: Right? Oh, um, uh, z- z- trope? uh something like yeah, that. Uh, Zabrude, Zabrude, Zabrude. Zabruder. Yeah, Zepruder, yeah, Zabruder. Right. So there was no Zepruder yeah. film. I mean, there was like, oh, he's a scarecrow man. everybody <laughs> just thought he was crazy, you know, so. Mm, that, I mean. is, that that was struck from the history books. We don't have That's any right. record of somebody shouting right. he's a scarecrow man yeah. uh, at the recently slain president. Right. Well,
1: people are shouting all sorts of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. did yeah. you, we, we have to move on, but did you tell John Wilkes Booth to say his famous... Uh, famous death to tyrants as, after he after he jumped to the stage afterwards and broke his foot. Well,
1: I, I wrote that line. You, you wrote said. that? Sure, yeah. He mm. he was a terrific actor. He and it was in Latin,
0: was, am, I, am I correct? He
1: wasn't much of a writer. He wasn't, uh, I know a fan, he wasn't the brightest bulb on mm. the trees. So, you I, know, I you had it. to set it all up for him, tell him what to say. He actually mispronounced it. But <laughs> he said death to... Uh, cannoli I think is what it translated <laughs> to exactly yeah. Thick,
2: th- six amper cannoli, right. but the, cannoli. The
1: history was kind to him and they corrected it they said that doesn't make any sense it must, have mm-hmm. been, it must have been going for tyrants we should, he was this. excited you know at the time so.
0: and uh, like I said we, we don't have that much time left but I did want to touch on this uh, very quickly um, you know uh, Michelangelo you also had uh, some pretty extensive written works that you left behind Um, And, you know, based on the historical record, it seems like you were engaged in a number of homosexual relationships, which, of course, is not controversial now. No. uh, But must have made, uh, uh, I don't know, must have been something that you had to disguise at the time. Is that not correct? Yeah, but I play pretty fast and loose with that stuff. (laughs)
2: i i was like nah it was
0: it was definitely an open secret okay so, so people knew about it and you weren't yeah, really kind of you were still like the oscar Wilde at the time like you were yeah you know doing it in a way that people were you know they knew but they were like well it's michelangelo we like michelangelo
2: yeah he's like oh that's just
0: him you okay. know you so. never got into trouble with that or anything
2: uh, yeah no i kind of, i got of, i hit on a cop once that was dumb <laughs> that was dumb that was like i was like I feeling a little too free that way. Oh, how'd you how'd you, know. uh, you talk your way out of that one? Um, I uh, I did not. Oh, you went to, you went to jail. <laughs> I for went a to little prison, while. yes, for like three weeks. Oh yeah. wow, it was a bummer. He did not have a sense of humor about <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, you know, I got out, and then you know. Mm-hmm. It, they write up a charge. The charge is called something like um, indecency. Indecency, or... mm, yeah, yeah, civil okay. indecency, mm, and mm, then mm. and then, but you know, they don't say like it's not like gay stuff, you know. <laughs> it's not- so it just kind of goes away, you know. Mm, yeah. So.
0: Uh, well, my other question was, um, you know, you had a, a great grand nephew who published all your letters, uh, but changed the pronouns, so it made it seem like you were talking to a woman. Does that did that irk you at the time? Were you like, what the hell? Like, you know, why why would you hide it? You know, like I wasn't hiding it. You know, it's like, look, if you if you go on record with
2: that stuff, mm-hmm. then it becomes a problem, yeah? yeah? And uh then it means all the things you've created might lose their value. Now my family was was fucking rich
0: <laughs> after all this after work. After all this did. work, yeah, so
2: he's like if he did he, di- he didn't do that, you know, then it's like then he could he could be uh, undercutting
0: generations to come hmm. um, uh, Yeah. well then that's a good sacrifice then I think for your family yeah. uh, so that is all the time that we have for this uh, episode of Famous Dead People, I'd like to thank my guests Michelangelo and President Lincoln uh, for joining us in the studio today I do have one final question, I know it's a little bit weird but I don't suppose either of you have any I don't know, Twitter accounts or comedy shows or anything that you want people to go see. Uh, uh, President Lincoln? Um, no, no, not not off the top of my head.
1: I, I'd say, uh, you know, I'm really enjoying the show... Um Big Little Lies, so check that out. I'd, I'd, I didn't expect to like it, but it's uh, mm. it's uh, very infectious.
0: Okay, and uh, uh, Michelangelo, anything you wanted to tell people about? Uh, yeah, no, it's a really funny Twitter
2: account that I follow. Uh, it's called Rogue POTUS Florist. Okay. It's like uh, the unofficial resistance in, inside the White House's uh, floral team. Okay. It's yeah. like a
0: fun... That sounds entertaining. Sort of rogue, rogue National Park Service kind of account. I'll bet the person who writes that is really uh, smart and, uh, you know, savvy politically. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, If uh, you have any questions out there in Radio World that you'd like me to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us at show at gmail.com. We'll try to have them on as soon as we can. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people.